Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Campbell, your host this segment, and this is your show, America, so give me a call at 888-825-5225. We'll talk about your life and your money and whatever's on your mind, whatever ails you. We got some fun news last night. My new book, Breaking Free from Broke, is officially a number one national bestseller. So thank you so much to everyone who pre-ordered, who purchased, who has read the book, who's listened to the audiobook. It's because of you guys. You know, we can uh, write books in a, in a cave, but it's way more fun when it impacts people out there. So shout out to the team to, uh, to publish a number one bestseller. We do that a lot around here, and we, we can take it for granted if we don't just take a pause and celebrate. And that's all thanks to our amazing fans out there and people who have been sharing this, telling their friends about it, saying, you got to check out this book. It's going to help you win with money in 2024. So uh, I'm, I'm a turtle on a fence post here at Ramsey. We have an amazing team that makes this all happen, and I, I just did my part. So it's an honor, and I'm humbled and grateful this hour. And Joey's going to kick us off here in Greenville, South Carolina. Joey, how can I help today? Hey, um, I had a question about paying off my debt in cash, um, and I want you guys to try to convince me to pay it off in cash when I make more money in interest with that cash being in a high-yield savings account than I do on the interest rate on the loan. Ooh, so that you want a spirited debate here is what you're looking for. Kind of a prove me, prove me wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll see how far I can get. You sound like you fo- you found a wealth hack. A little bit, I, I guess you could say. <laughs> how much debt do you have? So I have fourteen thousand dollars left on. Uh, it was an initial twenty five thousand dollar personal loan at two point nine nine percent back in 2020 um, and the, the terms were five years uh, with 18 months of deferred payments. Okay. And it's at 14K now, still at 299? Yes. And how much money do you have in savings? I have uh, about $34,000 in cash and $50,000 in stocks and mutual funds and then about $5,000 in a 401k. All right. So what are your goals? My goal is in about a year from now, 12 to 18 months to purchase the home. Okay. And so is that what the cash is for and the stocks? Would you cash the stocks out to use as a down payment? Probably not. I would, I would just keep saving. I'm, I'm saving a lot of money uh, every month now. In, on the cash side? On the cash side. So cool. I would continue to do that until I had a, a big down payment to put down. And what's your income? I make about 120000 Awesome. How old are you? 24. Dude, you're crushing it. What are you doing for work? I do engineering. Way to go. Great field. And uh, that's the top in our millionaire study. That was the top career was engineers. And uh, it sounds like you're on the way. So you want to buy a home. You've got this personal loan debt. What was the personal loan debt for? Uh, it was just a career starter loan uh, through USAA that I got. Um, from being in the Air Force a while ago. Cool. All right. So what's the payment on this personal loan right now? It's $468 a month. Oof. Now, if you freed that up, let's say you paid off, you have the 34000 in cash, you pay off the 14000 that leaves you with 20000 in cash, and you free up $468. Yes. 
Yes. So I, I've crunched the numbers a little bit, and if you don't mind, I'll go through them. Um, and sure. Just stop me if I get too in-depth or if you have any questions. But between now and there's 33 months left on the note. So between now and 33 months from now, the total interest that I would pay on the $14,000 is just over $600. And then the um, interest that I would earn on the $14,000 sitting in that account in my high yield savings account would be about $2,000 over 33 months. And then the third calculation I did was uh, if, if I drained the $14,000 out of the high yield savings account and then increased my saving amount per month by $468, then I, ironically, after 33 months, I would have $16,000 total in that account, which equates to be you know the initial $14,000 plus the $2,000 in interest. So you're saying either way you get to the same result? Exactly. So why but, not pay off the debt? You've burned more brain the, calories figuring this out. You you make too much money to be spending this much time nerding out. Yeah, that that, that is true. So like this is living in your head rent free, regardless of the interest rate. Like you're too smart and successful to even be playing around with this at this point. Because if this really yeah. worked, right, Joey? Like you would just go take out as much debt as possible at two nine nine and put it in high yield savings, wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> so why don't you go get some more debt? I, I'm not sure if that's an option. I don't know if interest rates for personal loans can be can be got at three percent now. But but the theory is, if I can make, if you could get a loan at four and a half, and you can make five in your savings account, you're going to go chase the spread. Correct. And I'm playing a different game. That's that's checkers. I'm over here playing chess. When you don't have any debt, you don't have any payments. It changes the decisions you make it changes how many brain calories are used to make these calculations. And so I remember, because I feel you, Joey, like I was 23, 24, I was doing the exact same thing. I was like a pretty, I was like, well, it doesn't make sense on paper to pay off the highest, uh, you know, the highest, uh, lowest balance first. I should pay off the highest interest debt. And yet there I was, a broke chucklehead of a 23-year-old trying to argue about the best way to build wealth. And so I'm not saying that's you. I was way more of a knucklehead. You are far more successful than I was at 24. Goodness gracious, you're impressive. And you're so impressive that I'm just going, why are we even, to, you have the money. It's not even a, it's literally a, with a one click, this situation's over and you're back to $468 back in your life, putting in the high yield, investing it, building up your down payment. And so I don't know, I don't know why you'd continue this if you just found out the results the same either way. I would just get rid of the payment. The the only thing, and that you know that is the obvious answer, um, but the only thing is that I really plan to buy the house in twelve to eighteen months. So I would, you know, in twelve months, have more of a need for the cash than I would uh, just saving up more money for the next thirty three months, which is the. So you wouldn't actually that make th that spread in the end. I would right. I would only make that spread. If I if I you know kept investing four hundred and sixty eight dollars a month for the next thirty three months into that high yield savings account. Well, here's the other thing to think about, Joey. That high yield savings account rate can change at any time. Your interest rate is is fixed, and so I think interest rates will start going down as things start to cool. And so, truthfully, you're gonna be fine either way. It was a fun debate, but goodness gracious, the amount of time we spent here, we could have just went and made six hundred bucks and called it a day. 
And so I encourage you to pay it off. And if you miss debt for some reason, the bank will always be happy to give you more. And I don't worry about interest rates. I'm more worried about peace over payments, my friend. Wishing you the best. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel. I'll be your host this segment. We're taking your calls at 888-825-5225. You call up and we'll talk about your money problems, your wins, and whatever else is going on in your life. Morgan is up next in Raleigh, North Carolina. Morgan, welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hey, thank you for having me. Sure. How can I help today? So my question is, um, I have about $45,000 in credit card debt um, split between two different cards. And oddly enough, the amounts are even. Um, So I kind of been having trouble with the plan to really pay it off. Um, So I'm not really sure which method would be best to use, like either the Snowball or Avalanche. Um, I'm not sure. And the interest rate's pretty high for me. It's at 26.29%. Oof. Are these um, like a retail yeah, card? really high. Um, one of them is a city Citibank card, um, like a cash back card, and then my other one's with Wells Fargo. Ouch. And are they both at 26.29, yeah. or what's, what are the two interest rates? Um, the Wells Fargo one's at about 20%. Okay. I mean, because the balances are, if the balances are exactly the same, you can just attack the one with the higher interest, since there's really no difference here. You're going to... Um, you're going to make, you're going to feel the progress knocking them down either way. Are the payments the same? The minimum payment? Um, no, the payments are not the same. They're a little bit different. What's the difference in payments? Um, the city cards around higher end of 900 a month. And then the, um, well, yeah. And then the Wells one's like 550. Okay. I wonder if you plug this yeah. into uh, like our debt snowball calculator, it may tell you, um, which one would get knocked down faster if you were throwing extra money at it? And that might help you make this decision and get you out of this paralysis mode. Okay. Because the key here is you want to knock down that principal as fast as possible. And the interest is just making it harder to do that. Yeah, exactly. Because I've been um, trying to double the payment each month. I've been actually, my goal is to try to put at least two to 3000 towards it. Um, Love but it, it's barely making a dent, I feel like. <laughs> That's the problem with these high interest rates. The higher the rate, the slower it's going to go because that interest is just yeah. killing you. So what uh, What other debt do you have? Um, really no other debt. That's it. I own my car. Um, I have no student loans. Um, I own my house. Um, I have uh, $288,000 um, on that that I still owe. Do you have any um, savings? But I put. Um, I have, so that's the problem. I've been trying to, 
put all my money thousands into just paying off these cards. I have about 2500 in the mini like a mini emergency fund. Okay. Um but I don't have a huge savings because I'm just throwing everything at these debts. <laughs> Good. Baby step 1 is a $1000 starter emergency fund. If you have that set aside and then you have enough to cover your bills for the month, everything else needs to get thrown at that one credit card while making minimum payments on the other. Right. Okay. What did you spend the 45,000 on in these cards? Um, so last year I had a bunch of some medical issues that unfortunately wasn't really covered by insurance. Um, and then I have, I own an older home, so I had to replace the windows and doors in the home. They were like starting to leak water. Um, I had some moisture damage. So I had a, a lot of house things that I ended up spending money on. Probably should have waited on them. They weren't like dire, but, um, but when you have the I card, you're like, why care. not? Yeah, have exactly. you cut up and these cards already? <laughs> Huh? Have you cut up the cards? Um, no, I haven't yet. I think it's time. I think it's time we cut up the yeah. cards, close the account, and then we start paying off these balances. You need a line in the sand where you go, no more. Morgan works too yeah. hard to be this broke, and these card companies have not been a blessing to me thus far, and they're only going to encourage me to make bad decisions with the guise of cashback. Right. So yeah. I and I even I tried to call time. them to ask if they could lower the APR and they said, no, <laughs> I just wanted to ask. You never yeah. know. But. I mean, I've, we've heard stories where people just call and say, hey, I'm struggling to make this payment. Can you lower the interest rate? And they'll just do it. Um, so you mm -hmm. can fight them and keep doing that and see if that's going to help. But truly, your best bet is just working your tail off and knocking this thing out as much as you can. So what is your income? Um, I earn $113,000 a year. Good news. Um, so I'm... Yeah, so bi-weekly, um, I'm getting about $3,000 bi-weekly, and I also work a part-time job that I get about an extra $1,000 a month at. Great. So we're talking about seven k coming in take-home? Yep, yeah. Great. So the question now is, uh, um, as you create your every dollar budget, the goal is how much margin can we create by cutting expenses, by making more, by deeply sacrificing, by selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace, finding the change in the couch cushions, you have to go so scorched earth that people think you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's yeah, that's necessary what here. Uh, you've been comfortable for a while, but this comfort has now turned into discomfort. It's catching up with you. Right. And so, yeah, and I'm setting aside about 2500 a month towards my mortgage and my bills. So I subtract that lot. and then whatever I... Yeah, exactly. And then whatever I have left over, I'm trying to just throw it at the debt. Are you investing at all right now? Um, no, I was. I did have stock, but I sold it. Um, I actually have a about 187000 in a 401k Roth IRA. Good. Well, leave that alone, but make sure you've paused all investing, all contributions until this debt is paid off. And that's going to light another fire under you to get out of debt faster because you want to get back to investing. You're good at that. You're yeah. good at saving money. Yeah. But right now, we got to pay off some debt and clean up this mess. Yeah. Are you using yeah, exactly. a budgeting app right now? Um, No, I'm not. Well, it starts today. I'm going to gift you one year of every dollar premium. And once you go in there, there's a paycheck planning tool with the premium version. There's a financial roadmap that will show you when you're going to hit these milestones. And of course, the budgeting app itself, which is going to help you lay out a game plan for every single dollar coming in. 
I'm also going to send you a copy of my new best-selling book, Breaking Free from Broke, specifically read the credit cards chapter. I've been hearing so many people, they've been sending me videos, cutting up their cards, saying, you finally pushed me over the edge to cut up the cards. I needed a shower after I read that chapter. It gave me the ick, and I am done with that system. So, Lauren, I hope those two resources help you. Skylar will pick up, and we'll make sure you get Every Dollar Premium and a copy of Breaking Free from Broke. Lauren is up next in New York. Lauren, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. How can I help today? Um, so basically, I'm in a situation now where the last two years I started to make more money than what I've made ever previously. Um, I'm 32. I'm renting right now. I gross about 120000 a year, um, and I net about 75000 after like my medical and 401k expenses. Um, and I guess my situation right now is I have about 6000 in credit card debt spread across three cards. The interest rates on them are like 29%. Um, and then I have 8300 in student loans, and I have an IRS debt. So I'm the past due the last couple of years. That's probably about 4500 right now, and it's probably going to go up this year. So on top of all that, I'm also kind of on the horizon of looking to try to save for a house, but I just don't really know what I should do first. Um, my, my method that I thought was to pay off these credit cards and then put the IRS debt on a, on a credit card that I could oh, get with like a no. <laughs> We're trying to fill the hole by digging the hole deeper. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lauren, you're doing a, you're doing a lot of good things. You're just doing them all at once, and you're not going to make progress that way. And so you okay. said, you told me you're investing into your 401k. That's a good thing, but now's not the time because we have a pile of debt to clean up. You told me you want to buy a house. That's a good thing. But right now we still have to clean up this debt and the IRS debt needs to go to the very tippity top of your list. You should be losing sleep over this to the point where you're like, I'm getting rid of this 4,500 this month. I'm going to work my tail right. off. You make 120 K. Do you have anything in savings? Um, no, honestly, I have about 3000 in a high yield savings account right now. Okay. Um, and that's really it. Last what are you contributing? I made this type of money. Okay, awesome. Well, this is going to really help you get out of debt fast. Because the good news is you make 120K and you have, what, 16, 17,000 in debt? Yeah, I'm You're going to knock right. this out so fast. What percentage are you contributing to retirement right now? Um, I'm at, I just upped it. I was 8% last year and I did 15% this year to try to help myself and for the tax purpose of it to lower my tax bracket. Well, guess bracket. what? Um, You're going to pause investing and it's going to free up $18,000 for you to attack this debt in one year. And you're going to be done probably in a few months if you do that. So I would highly recommend pause all investing, go scorched earth, take a thousand and start knocking away at the IRS debt, then hit the credit cards, smallest to largest balance after the IRS debt, and you will be on your way. You'll be debt free in no time, but you got to do one thing at a time, focused intensity. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Jade Warshaw. We're taking your calls at 888-825-5225. Jade, we've got something exciting coming up that we've never done before. Tell the people, George. 
on the Ramsey Show YouTube channel. We are going live after the Ramsey Show just for YouTube, and we're going to be hosting a live Q&A all about money and budgeting. We're going to have a special laptop that's visual. It's going to be pulling up every dollar. We're going to show you exactly how to get ahead with money, answering all of your questions, and it's going to be Jade Warshaw and myself. Here's what's cool. You can either call into the show like tradition, yes. or you can ask your questions in the chat and in we'll real time. Those. Yeah. So anything could happen. It's the first time we've ever done this, but you have to join us. Don't miss it. January 30th. It's a Tuesday, 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Go to our YouTube channel and hit the Notify Me button on that bonus Q&A live so that you don't miss it. Love it. It's going to be fun. All right. Let's go to Landon in Greenville, South Carolina. What's going on, Landon? Hey, how you doing? Great. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Hey, so my quick question is, how do you get out of a poverty mindset, man? Hmm. Are you in poverty? No, but the mindset, you know, I was raised by a single mother, two kids, dad in prison my whole life, section eight. Um, you know, I'm 32 now, put myself through school, worked three jobs. I was in school, married now for nine years. Um, I actually just opened up my own business on the side. So I still work full time and run my business. Um, you're impressive, man, dude. I struggle, dude. Um, so you're doing great now, but you still have that. Uh, it's always gnawing at you, like this could all come crumbling down. What's the What's well, the fear that, behind this? Just, well, I mean, I've always uh, what's the word, man? Um, I've been taught how to survive and not thrive. Mm. So what's and, what's mo- you're you're motivated out of fear or like scarcity? You're not motivated out of confidence. Yeah, exactly. It's not coming from a place of confidence. Yeah, my wife is very concerned about it, um, you know, because we want to have a family, and uh, I want to better, you know, put confidence in our kids and uh, put them on the right path and everything else, but it's hard to do that, parent that, when you don't believe it in yourself. So it's like, you know, I'm a Harley-Davidson technician. I've been a technician for 10 years now, 11 years. Uh Um, Started at 11 bucks an hour. Uh, um, you know, now I'm in the sixties a year working flat rate. You know, if I don't work, I don't get paid. Right. Uh, So give an example, like I hear what you're saying, but it also sounds like you're moving forward. Give me an example of how you feel it holding you back today and in this moment, because I do think that, um, when you grow up that way, or when you grow up with a set of, of beliefs and you're working very hard to shed out those beliefs, um, it's not just a light that flips on and flips off, right? It's more like it, it's more like that old, you know, lawnmower that you have to keep pulling the cord and pulling the cord before it gets started, right? You always have to kind of like remind yourself, like, what do I believe? Like, what's true? And and then you get going. So what's that look like every day for you? How is it holding you back today? I just seeing debt every day. How much uh, debt do you have? You know, I have 13 in tuition, Three in a credit card, seven in a personal loan. Um, we purchased a new car last year. Um, you know, trying to raise a family. And, uh, How much is that? Was, uh, we have 17 on it. Okay. What else? Uh, we bought it brand new. Um, our mortgage, we're at 200 Okay, not bad. Anything else? Um. No, nah, I'm a tool bill, uh, but there's no interest on it, but it's still a debt. Uh, How much? And I'm at 700 bucks on it, paying it. 
And how much are you bringing home every single month? You and your wife combined, what are y'all bringing home? Uh, Mine varies uh, just because I'm a flat rate technician. So, I mean, I can work 80 and bill 120. Or, like this winter, you work 90 and get paid for 70. Okay. Uh, My lowest has been a month is right at two. Two what? And then my wife, two grand. Okay. And then that's the lowest. Uh, what's the highest? Like what? What? What's the norm? Like what? The if highest, you're busting your butt, what do you make? Yeah. Uh, if I'm busting my butt, you know, my wife always busts her tail. Um, I mean, we can easily do probably six or seven a month. Okay, six or seven thousand. So I think that you know we can kind of have a, a therapy session and dig into your past and figure out what's going on, or we can just look at the math and give you a little bit of peace through the math, which is you, if you guys are making $7,000 a month, are you guys on a budget? Because when I look at that m- number, I go, that's a lot of money there. There should be some margin to really make some headway on this debt. But if you're not on a good budget, that's not happening. So are you budgeting? Yeah, we're budgeting. My wife's better at it than I am. She actually paid off all her student loans last year um, after getting her master's degree. Okay. Uh, are you guys doing I've this money to- stuff together? Yeah, we are, and I just you have, I have one a combined account with it because uh, in our checking we do, and then we have a separate savings, um, and then with the business, I got a high interest yield on the business account. Um, so because I'm real, like you know, when you get married, everybody says that you join everything together. That's but right. In my yeah, in my eyes though, it's like you know that was my debt. I know she married into it, type of deal. Um, we went through a lot, like we lost everything a couple of years ago. Uh, we moved into an apartment, place wasn't clean, had bed bugs, ruined everything we had. Literally mm-hmm. had to start over on an air mattress. Um, Listen, and I just, when you get married, I, I get it. I hear what you're saying. When we got married, my husband brought $230,000 of student loans into the mix. Right. And I only had 34,000. So I, the, the idea of feeling guilt and shame and feeling like, Listen, this should only just be on me. That's a very real feeling. But just because you feel it doesn't necessarily mean it's right, right? And your wife married you. And my guess is if you guys have an open conversation, you've got to take all of each other, the good and the bad, just like John Legend said, right? We've got, that's just the reality of it as much as I dislike that song. But that's what you've got to let go because at the end of the day, you're not going to, both of you won't be able to go as far as fast as you need to go if you don't really link arms and say, this is what we're doing. We're putting all of our money to pay off our debt. And this is how we are going to approach that. Before you get off the phone, I want to make sure they get Financial Peace University. And I want to make sure that you guys walk through it together because I think right now it's all floating around up here, up in uh, up in your head. And you've got to get a, a, pap- a plan on paper that you're following. Because I don't know how much your wife's student loans were, but you guys paid those off first for whatever reason. And I want to make sure that there's some method to this madness and that we're walking through and we're going, okay, first, we're getting $1,000 saved. Next, we're listing our debt from smallest to largest by balance, not interest rate. And we're going to get some quick wins. So we start to build that confidence that you mentioned earlier that you feel like is lacking. When you start building that confidence, you're going to realize, okay, I can do this. And that's what builds that that mindset you've got to get those wins so that you can start to build that motivation so that you can start building that belief and then you'll see okay like i can complete this i can do it and once you pay off that debt listen can't nobody tell you nothing it's going to build some confidence in in you that no one can take away 
And that's yeah, coming from someone who knows. I guess I know, you know, to add to it, I mean, uh, you know, the guilt side of it is just like, you know, I grew up on spam baloney and stuff like that. And my wife's parents, you know, they did really well for themselves. They were able to put two kids through college, pay for it. I mean, they did really well. Uh, mm-hmm. They still are. And mm-hmm. I just don't want to put my wife back on a poverty table, you know, something she's never well, really But that's not poverty. You, you getting your, uh, you, you choosing to pay off your debt is loving your family well. It's the exact opposite. This is the hand that you guys have dealt yourselves. You're in debt. It's not about what you did. It's about what you did next. And what you're going to do next is you and your wife are going to come together and go, okay, how do we get to that dream? It's by us paying off debt. It's by us saving up, getting the right insurances. That's how we're going to do this. And the baby steps are going to help. We're going to give them Financial Peace University. And Landon, I'm also going to send you a copy of my book, Breaking Free from Broke, to help you get out of those chains, man. You're changing your family tree. It's hard, but it's worth it. And it means you're going to be busting your butt for the next year or two to clean this mess up. you got to stop letting life just happen to you and go, well, we had to. Mm-hmm. It's time to start happening to your life, man. That's right. That's hey, going to give you some hope. Get connected with BetterHelp, too. You might need to talk to somebody. That'll help you. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Jade Warshaw. We're taking your calls at 888 5225. Don't be scared because y'all will be sending me DMs every day with nine paragraphs. And I'm like, y'all, call the Ramsey show. I cannot <laughs> sit here in the DMs all day long. It's way easier talking to people, Jade. It is. But have you noticed that more and more people are going to social media for their That's true. For their information. Especially TikTok. Yes. TikTok is big. Although I have to say, like, I don't spend a whole lot of time on TikTok. Instagram is my jam, but Well, can we be real? Because if those on TikTok know everyone dogging in TikTok because they're on Instagram reels, you're seeing the same videos just three weeks later. Listen, you're not You're like wrong. a Baptist church. You're you'll get there, but it's gonna take you a little longer, you know? What does that mean, George? You know, it just takes them a little longer to get get with the times, Jade. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got a drum set, but it was about three years too late. You know? L-O-L. Okay. They got the contemporary service, but all the young people have left already. You know what I mean? That's how I grew up Arabic Baptist, so I can say that with pride. La-da-da-da-da. It's the one moment. All right, so here's, Jade, here's this article I want to get your take on. Okay. And it involves TikTok. All right. Loud budgeting is going viral on TikTok, and for good reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So define loud budgeting for those that don't know. Okay. So loud budgeting, this is me in my own words. It's basically people coming on Instagram and sharing openly. They'll either openly share their actual budget or they'll share all the tips that they're using to spend less. They're just being open for once people for once. I think social media has taken a turn for the good because we're being real. And I think that this loud budgeting thing is great because it's really relatable. No one wants to see you standing in front of somebody else's personal jet, right? Like nobody else wants to see you. um, Oh my gosh, look at this new Louis bag I bought. And like, you're like influencing, right? People want to see, here's the thing in 2024, I'm getting my money right. Guys, look at my budget. You know, I'm spending $500 on groceries. You know, I'm not doing any Uber Eats. I've decided I'm not, you know, I'm doing a no spend month. People want to see that because that's real. And that's really what loud budgeting is about. I've seen a lot of different types. It's Um, the social accountability, it seems. And it's flying in the face of, it's the opposite of quiet luxury. That's how it started. I think this guy, Lucas Battle, started this TikTok trend of loud budgeting, but it's it's pushing against this influencer consumerism pressure. And it's people owning saying, 
I can't spend money on that. Right. Normalizing so real money talk. What's frustrating is that we're out here, we're talking about budgeting every day and people dog us for it, but then Gen Z makes a viral TikTok and trend cool. and now budgeting is cool again. It's like cash... <laughs> st- Dave's like, get the envelope system. They're like, he's an out-of-touch boomer. And then it's like, <laughs> cash stuffing is in. The new viral trend among Gen Z. I'm like, they're just budgeting I with know. a cash envelope. This is confusing. But I know. This is one trend I'm not mad about, Jade. Unlike... Stanley tumblers and Crocs. Facts. This is a trend I can get behind because this is really just sharing your money aspirations. And as our friend Dr. John Deloney would say, choosing reality. Yeah. Going, I am broke and I'm going to be open and honest with that and drop the shame and the guilt and go, I need accountability. Listen, I say all the time, the most powerful thing that you can do for yourself and for others is start utilizing the word no and start saying out loud, literally out loud in a confident voice, I'm not going to buy that because it's not on the budget. Mm. Like when I started doing that, that's when stuff started changing. And not only is it good for you because it's just, it's an exercise in choice because you're saying, I'm not going to spend that. Not, I can't afford it and I'm not going to be able to get well, that. Well, yeah, a lot of times people use it and there's shame, there's justification. And you know, I'm telling my friends, it's not in the budget. And they go, oh, what a cheapskate. Instead, do it with a smile and say, hey, guys, it's not in the budget for me to go out. Would you guys be okay coming over and we do right. a movie night? Right. That's what this is. Or you put you put on the other side of it, you put what your goal is. Like you say, you know what, guys, I'm not going to. I'm deci- trying to pay off debt. I've, yeah, I've decided I'm, I'm not going to brunch this weekend because I'm really trying to get my savings up. Not only does that reinforce your goal, but like even psychology says you get that hit of dopamine when you share your goals. It's like, ooh, and you feel it. And that makes you more motivated to then check in again with those same people because they're going to follow up with you and be like, hey, I thought you said you weren't spending. I thought you said you were on a budget. And that's actually a good thing. It's you need to call your friends out. For too long, we're just letting our friends make stupid decisions. That's okay. no friend. That's not a good friend. I, I'm, I'm totally with that, George. I like what this, this says in this article. Um, suggests you should speak up about your financial situation and make spending decisions that support your goals and match your current budget and needs. That's right. That is a trend I can get behind. That's right. Ask yourself, are these spending decisions supporting my financial goals? That's an adult decision right there. I like that. I like that. Listen, I love that it has a new term. It's kind of like when TikTok came out with cash stuffing and they acted like they were the first ones to To do that. To invent the envelope system. Right. Your boy, Dave... He's been out here 30 years preaching it. Listen, I feel like we've been preaching this same loud budgeting thing here at Ramsey for the last, I know for Dave, 30 years. And for us, the the length of time we've been here. And you just really have to be, what I would say is I think that social media can be a great place to get advice, but you do need to be careful. So I feel like I'm kind of shifting the conversation a little bit, but I think you have to be careful because there is a lot on social media when it comes to money and um, advice and tips that's like, uh, I don't know about that. Like there's, there's gotta be method involved. So like with loud budgeting, I, I can support any channel, George, that kind of teaches those like five pillars, like get out of debt, budget, get the right insurance, make sure you're saving, you know, for emergencies and retirement and make sure you're prioritizing giving, right? That's kind of like the five pillars that you want to be looking for when you're on social media. However, comma, and there is a right order to do those things. And I feel like that's where Ramsey shines is that we're teaching you the right order to do all of these things in the right way in which to go about those five pillars. And that's the baby steps. And you really don't get any better than that. It works every time. Instead of telling people, well, you need to be investing, but also you need to be paying off your debt, but also you need to, be, it's right. like people can't make progress. You can't do like all that. that. Yeah. And even worse, a lot of these financial creators out there are sponsored by the credit card companies, mm. which is why they're telling you, here's how to maximize and here's the best card to get and use my affiliate link. And I'm like, 
are you guys really falling for this? You think they have their best interests at heart? Right. When you're pitching these different credit cards. So it's exhausting. So be careful. Yeah. Follow the Ramsey crew. There's some other, there's a lot of good eggs out there That's in, right. in the financial creator world, but there's a lot of bad ones too. Yeah. So. But loud budgeting is good. with caution. But yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of this. I'm just sad we didn't get there first, Jade. How do we create the next viral financial trend on I social media? I think we media? were there first. Listen, I Are saw... Are we too Ra- old? No, I saw Rachel Cruz sharing real people's budgets. I know I've been on there sharing real budgets and sharing our own numbers. Like, listen, we're not late to the party. That we started the party. And we're here to stay. That's right. All right, Zachary, you're up next in Tampa, Florida. What's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, just to... Piggyback on what you just said, I've been debt-free before I found Dave Ramsey, and when I found your show, it was finally someone who gets it, a group who gets it. They really and, get uh, I love I it. I just wish I had found you sooner. A lot of a lot of shortcuts. And well, really how old are you? I'm 36. Oh, you're plenty young, man. People usually say that are like 65, so you've got plenty of time. <laughs> What's going on? Well, I'm... My girlfriend and I are in love. Uh, we're getting engaged soon, and we're planning to get married. Woo-hoo. And we have, thank you. And uh, we have some really exciting plans to both sell our homes. Um, well, she wants to keep her home, and that's the, why I'm calling. She wants to rent it out, uh, her home, and mine is paid off, and hers still has a mortgage. And so, how much is the mortgage on my hers? Question, her mortgage, she owes almost 200 on it. Okay. And she bought it about three years ago in 21. Okay. And you don't have a mortgage. And she's saying, hey, why don't we rent this out? I'll come live at your place. Well, she wants to sell my house and get a home in between uh, Orlando and Tampa because she's an attorney that services both of those. And it's just easier for her to do that. And she wants and to take out a mortgage to it. get it? Or you're going to just pay cash again? I, I can't fathom being in debt again, you know, after not being in, you know, mm-hmm. in debt for so long. I just, I can't fathom doing it. I'm and guessing so your girlfriend ask, is really good at arguing. <laughs> <laughs> this was her first house. And so she works really hard and it's her baby. And oh, poo poo. Everybody, is, listen, you know, it's a wooden like, box, man. She worked hard for it. She's and about to rent it out to strangers. She doesn't care that much about it. Strangers about to demolish <laughs> that thing over time. And so, if you're going to do this move, you got to pay cash for the next one. We are not right. carrying two mortgages around. So that's the line of the right. sand you get to draw. And honestly, if you're moving far enough away from that other rental, you need to consider selling that because you don't want to do that long-distance landlord deal. Listen, keep your blankie for emotional support, not a house. That's a different decision. <laughs> I wish you guys the best in your journey. Marrying a lawyer, like I wouldn't even dare argue with my wife at that point. There's no debate there. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. She's Jade Warshaw. I'm George Camel. We'll be back before you know it.